0: You are now listening to the Q and E podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? We're well, it, guys. Damn it! What's up, everybody? You are listening to the Q and E podcast, and you're here with your boy Q Hicks right now, and I got Edgar on the other line. Egga tell the people what's good
1: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the q and e podcast today we are reviewing the final three episodes of she hulk episode seven was titled the retreat episode eight was titled ribbit and rip it and the season finale Mm -hmm. episode nine was titled whose episode is this and in these last three episodes we see a lot of stuff pan out with uh, who jen is going to be involved with later down the line we got the daredevil um teaser finally mm. shown to us now and we got to see matt murdoch uh we got to see a little bit more with abomination and whatnot so the episodes kind of disappointed me and i let quincy get on his soapbox by the too, because i know he got a lot of notes so we we're gonna give y'all our opinion on on the way this show ended
0: and this is, how I, this is how I really felt about it. I thought it was a pretty solid show overall. It ended up turning around for me at the exactly. end. I like what exactly. they did at the, the end. Ending. The ending was kind of weird. It was kind of mixed for me because I like that they didn't go the traditional route where she ends up fighting Ty, blah, blah, blah. I like how they ended up having her break the fourth wall and uh, she ends up meeting Kevin and he's like the person who's creating this whole multiverse universe for She-Hulk. I thought all of that was dope because it was so different. But it just didn't give you a lot of payoff for what we watched for the first eight episodes, especially especially when you lead up uh, with the intelligentsia, want her blood. Obviously, they want her blood for uh, obviously to turn uh, Todd into the Hulk to go up against her. Like that just felt like the direction we were going. So to just stop that, it just felt weird. I, like I said, I like how it went. i was just so mixed on the ending of this shit. bro. It was just so weird. I like the Daredevil shit that we seen in uh, episode 8. I thought that was dope, but the ending was just so weird because it was different, but it didn't give you much payoff, and that's the thing where I'm kind of confused with it.
1: I, I wasn't confused on it at all. Episode 8 was phenomenal. Ep- episode 7 was pretty cool. Episode 8 was phenomenal, and then they just wet the bed completely with episode 9, bro. Mm. I, I did not like episode 9. I love the fact that throughout this entire series, she's been breaking the fourth wall like She-Hulk does in the comics like even going back to the 70s and 80s comics this is something that she commonly does whether she's Jen Walters or the Hulk but I just hate the fact that they played on it so much in the finale if they were going to do a lot of the stuff that they did in this finale with you know going to the writer's room and all of that we should have got like an extra 30 minutes in this episode they should have made episode 9 like an hour like um, not premiere because it's not the first episode. Uh, just an hour finale. They should have mm-hmm. made it an hour long finale, bro. Cause they could they could have gave us so much more with Daredevil. I hate the way they literally just dropped him in at the end of the episode in his costume. Mm-hmm. That made no sense at the fuck all. I I hate the way they're just they're they're just doing the Hulk franchise so trash now. Because when Bruce <laughs> came back with his son, his son yeah. didn't look. His son didn't look fierce like how he looks in the comics. And I get it. Not everything is going to be verbatim of what comics are. But that's a character I need to look badass. And he looked so chill. He looked so normal. And they just mm-hmm. threw Bruce in at the end, too. There was just so much stuff thrown together that I didn't like with this um, season finale. The show in total, like Quincy said, was solid. I give it a 7.5 out of 10. But they completely missed it with episode 9.
0: But that's the thing. The whole point of the her breaking the fourth wall before she ends up having the battle with Todd, the whole point of it was I didn't want my franchise or this show to really be about anybody else but me because you were throwing in the battle with Todd. Then you had uh, the Bruce Banner came out of nowhere. The Hulk ended up dropping in at the yes. retreat out of nowhere. Then you had Daredevil pop in. Then she had ended up stopping everything. She ended up breaking the fourth wall, meeting Kevin, telling him that she didn't want her show to go this way. She ends up having a conversation with Kevin. It seemed like he understood what she meant by that and everything was going to move forward. And then we get the end of the episode where you still made the show about somebody else other than She-Hulk because we ended up getting the, the hint and the reveal of uh, Scar-Hulk's son. It's like, damn, this didn't even feel like a... I'm not, I I don't really care about where She-Hulk goes from here. I'm more interested in what the Hulk and Scar do more so than I'm exactly. worried about She-Hulk in the movie that they were talking about in that uh fourth wall break scene. It's like, you still made it about her. So it's like, what was that whole scene about if you're still going to make this show about somebody else other than She-Hulk? if that felt weird, bro. And then you give us yeah. no payoff with the first eight episodes because you don't go all the way through with the battle scene with Todd? I don't know, bro.
1: And 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 that's why I say, bro, I don't have any mixed feelings on it. I just straight up did not like it. I, I just like the
0: I, I just like the idea of it, bro. Like her breaking the fourth wall. I think that is dope. Her meeting Kevin, yeah, that, and that was Kevin cool. being that dope character. I thought that as an idea was dope. And so that's why I say I'm mixed. But it's just the payoff not getting the payoff, and then still ending the show about somebody else other than She Hulk. Because this whole show felt about felt like it was about everybody else other than She-Hulk, because you had so many different characters. Yeah, popping
1: like in. Titania now, and all these other people. Because yeah, like, you
0: like we talked about it in the middle of the season, like when Wong was showing up for those couple of episodes, it's like, damn, this felt like I'm more interested in what Wong is doing in, instead of what uh, She-Hulk was doing and what Jim was doing. Then we seen Daredevil pop in the show. I'm more interested in what Daredevil, where Daredevil came from and shit like that. Like most of these episodes starting from the middle of the season. I was more interested in what the other person was doing in the show more so than She-Hulk. So it still felt like it wasn't She-Hulk's show.
1: And and that's why I just, I didn't like the way it ended, bro. I I understand the jokes of when she went into the writer's room and she was like, I want to speak to Kevin. And everybody just laughed and told her no one sees Kevin. Like, Mm -hmm. no one speaks to Kevin. So I thought that was funny. But I don't even know how I feel about, them saying Kevin Feige is basically like artificial intelligence. So mm-hmm. when she goes into the room to, to meet quote unquote Kevin, you see AI machine basically in the form of what Kevin Feige's ideas are. So I, I don't know how I felt about that. I had mixed reviews on that. I, I knew, of course, we weren't going to see him, but I, I didn't know how I felt about the whole AI concept. And like I said, joking about how the episode isn't that good, not take away from the fact that the episode is. not good.
0: <laughs> she was trying to throw jokes. Yeah, that's real. In there about they did it in a few episode episodes, bro. Well.
1: Yeah. I agree with that.
0: They just, I'm like, especially nah, That man, wedding episode, us, they did the same thing.
1: Yeah, trying to make us laugh about how the shit isn't good doesn't take a fact. <laughs> doesn't take away from the fact that it's not good. Like, I feel you, fully you just agree made us laugh that, a little bro. bit.
0: Yeah, I fully agree. That weather episode, even though you told us what the situation was, how weather's come at inconvenient times, it was still like this episode isn't good until we, like every episode from the middle of the, the season on, it felt like we got 20 minutes of blood and then they always try to give us that last minute teaser of, oh, what the hell is going on here? And it always has something to do with like the blood storyline and intelligentsia or something like that. So like I said, when you don't go all the way through with it in episode nine, it's like, what did we get all of those teasers for if you're not going to go all the way through with the Todd point and with the intelligentsia point? It felt unnecessary. I felt like she should have at least battled Todd a little bit before she just pauses reality and breaks the fourth wall. We should have at least seen her fight Todd so we can like, okay, we see where that ended up. But her just pausing everything and just doing it before they even fight was just like, What was the point of the Todd storyline if you're not going to do anything with him? Like, What's going to happen to his character? Do we just forget this happened? Do we forget that her blood is out and the intelligentsia have this and are capable of making a Hulk? Like, What do we do with this information now? But nobody gives a fuck because you showed us Scar at the end of the episode and you showed us Hulk. So we no longer give a fuck about She-Hulk. We give a fuck about them. So it's like a lot of people are not going to pay attention to the plot holes because you gave us such a big the reveal with the scar shit once again. You take our eye off of the ball, and I think it takes away from the show, bro. And I think that they hurt themselves with that shit, bro. They I think and, they really hurt themselves with that,
1: and there's still something that can be done with the whole intelligentsia thing and the fact that for sure, for sure. I'm sure Ty wasn't the only person that had her blood that night. Um, but who think is going to remember
0: that, and that wasn't the focus of the episode, though, bro. Like, you just stopped the reality. So it's like, mm-hmm. does Todd like if we're because you ended up going to Kevin? So does Kevin like reverse reality? Did that whole situation at the retreat even happen with them almost about to fight? Like, did that even happen or did that just like disappear from reality because we just pop up again and we're at the the cookout? So it's like, nigga, did yeah. that even happen? Do, does she? Do they even have your blood anymore? Like, nigga, I don't know. <laughs> Well, so like, well,
1: they must because news just came out this week. It was either today or yesterday that Harrison Ford is stepping in to play the role of Thaddeus Ross and there mm. will be a Red Hulk. So mm. maybe, maybe the point could be, even though there was stuff erased in episode nine when she was talking to Kevin, there could still be the point of her blood being out there at this point. Todd may mm. not have it. He may be locked up, but somebody else may have her blood. And somehow, some way it'll get in um Thaddeus Ross's hands. And then we'll see when the Thunderbolts come out. You know, he'll be the red Hulk somehow, some way from getting Jen's blood. That could be something they could play on, but like you said, they didn't show us any hints of that. So we're still just lost
0: like that's what you should have showed us at the end of the series instead of giving us the reveal of hulk and scar scar you should have showed us where the blood is you should have gave us a hint of the leader that would have been double we seen the leader at the end of this episode okay he has the blood and he's sharing it amongst other villains because that's what the objective is with the uh intelligentsia like that's what should have been the end of the episode like okay we know that he has the blood but we didn't get anything else about the blood storyline we just got hulk and scar Like, they should have been the post credit scene, not the end of the series. Exactly, bro. With them making Scar and Hulk a part of the series, it fucks up the storyline, bro. And I I just don't appreciate it, bro. Like, I think this show could have ended way better. Like I said, I like the idea of where they were going, but they just ended the shit the wrong way, bro.
1: Because I was looking like, is this their way of... You know, teasing the World War Hulk movie or whatever later down the line in like mm-hmm. 2025 or something like that. they she, the they did
0: talk about a movie at? with Kevin. He did talk about a movie yeah. with him. Yeah. So I was like, uh, apparently, I didn't know if he. She said he was going to get a movie, the Hulk, or if she was going to get a movie. I didn't really understand if he was talking about the Hulk or her. He,
1: either way, they'll both be in it. Either
0: way. Probably. Bro. Yeah, so. you're right. You're right. So I was like, I don't know, bro. I like. I said I like the idea, but I, I just wasn't on board with it completely. But just going back to the Daredevil in episode eight point, because that shit was amazing, bro. I fucked with everything about that episode. It was just so good to see Matt Murdock back on the his Daredevil shit. I just haven't seen it yeah. in so long, bro. It's been, I think Daredevil ended in 2019. So just seeing him on screen was dope. And you can see him being in like the Marvel cinematic universe, like the differences in where he was in like the Netflix universe. Like he just looked way more. Like I don't what, what should I say? Like video game, like his movements and the way yeah. he just jumped down from, from ceilings. Like he wasn't doing that in the Netflix show. <laughs> like he was like a regular, like vigilante ass nigga. He didn't have yeah. like ultra powers where he was like he was on doing some Batman bat type, li- type shit. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? He was yeah. doing bat flips off the, the roof and all that shit. I'm like. He just look way more video game ish, but I fucked with that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not as grimy as a show as what the Netflix series was. It's gonna be more lighthearted, more jokey, and like he's way he's more of a superhero than just a vigilante, and that's what I fucked with.
1: I love the fact that uh they went in depth for anybody who didn't know who Daredevil was um coming into the MCU. They really took time to like break down what his superpowers were and stuff like that so that people can understand like, oh, it's not just a blind dude who can hear really good. Like, no, his his senses are heightened to like the highest degree possible, which gives him all the coordination, all the equilibrium that he has. So I I thought that was cool. And I love seeing him do um do his lawyer stuff, too. Like he, he was a beast in the courtroom. So I just love seeing him at his highest in the courtroom. And he's so raw at, as his vigilante self.
0: That shit was always so dope to me about the show. How he can do that shit just by himself. He's always. It always felt felt like he was so ahead of the game, even above like the best lawyers in the game. He always felt like he was always ten steps ahead. You feel what I'm saying? Like in that situation in episode eight with um with the frog man. Like when he knew that yeah yeah, he knew that it was jet fuel in the boot, and he knew that it wasn't like a, a case really to be made for the frog man. He knew that frog man was lying. The reason that he knew that is because he could smell, because his height, his senses are heightened, he could smell that it was jet fuel in the booth. Like, nobody else can do that shit but him, because his yeah. senses are heightened. Like, nobody else could do that. No other lawyer could do that. So it's like, he's always so ahead of the game, even though he doesn't have all of his senses. Since his other senses are so heightened, he just have other advantages that people just cannot see. And that shit was just so dope to me, bro. So I'm just glad that I, I, we got Daredevil back, bro. I can't wait for the show. We can talk about episode, uh, we could talk about episode eight more. That was more so about uh, Frogman had a situation. Uh, yeah. He wanted to sue Luke Jacobson over the situation with his suit going through a, um, a malfunction. Uh, Luke Jacobson is obviously the person that made Jen's suit, so it was like a conflict of interest type of thing. Uh, So they had to end up going their separate ways because She-Hulk was representing Frogman. Her, her, was her job
1: doesn't care about... Conflict interest at the hell, all. not not like, at all, bro. not at all.
0: Like he, yeah, you they every they,
1: like principle of law just to let her do lawyer stuff. Yeah, like nigga,
0: just go ahead with the shit. Like yeah, they were like Frogman <laughs> is our biggest client. You just go ahead and do the shit. Like I don't, we don't give a fuck about you. Like, okay, whatever. But um, yeah. So we see Daredevil finally appear in the MCU. We see how that situation uh turns out. Daredevil and uh She-Hulk end up teaming up. I love the chemistry between those. So that was something that was major to me. We talked about it earlier in the season. We predicted that this was going to happen. Those two were going to become a thing, like a love interest type thing. That ended up happening. And they also had good chemistry when it came to the fighting. So that was dope. We seen Daredevil uh, beat up the villains by himself. And then we also seen She-Hulk with the Hulk smash throughout those scenes too. So I just liked everything about episode seven, like that or not episode eight. Like, that was easily the best episode of this season. It was. Easily was. And you want to know a big
1: reason why I loved episode eight, bro? We haven't had an angry, uncontrollable Hulk since 2018, bro. And even in 2018, it was only the first five minutes of the movie because he got his ass whooped by Thanos, and then he Mm -hmm. was just regular the rest of the time, and we get Professor Hulk from that point moving forward. So Uh the fact that at the end of episode eight, Jen, and as a woman, like she made this a clear point in episodes one and two, when Bruce was so amazed on how she could just control her anger because she made the point of women have to control their anger all the time. So it wasn't a trait that she had to learn. We see that even she can slip. And fall into that Hulk rage, Hulk smash moment when she mm-hmm. squ- smashed the projector and everything in the award ceremony at the end of episode eight. And I love that, bro, because I'm like, we haven't gotten a, a gre- we haven't gotten an aggressive, uncontrollable Hulk in like four years now. And I hope mm-hmm. we get more of it. I hate seeing oh, a sure. well composed Hulk fighting all the time it's like it defeats yeah. the purpose of what the hell he is
0: exactly bro i'm, I'm glad you said that it, it really did it really does because like you said we haven't seen it in so long and that's literally his point he's supposed to be uncontrollable he's supposed to be uh smashing everything exactly. that is in front of him he's not supposed to be tamed like why is that okay for us now that we have a uh what what do they call it a hope when he's in between smart hulk like why is that yes, okay so with it. the smart hulk shit like He's supposed to be a nigga that smashes. Like, this is why he was my favorite hero as a kid, because he just smashed everything. You couldn't defeat the Hulk, because even when you got him mad and you were beating his ass, like, he could just go to another level and he would just still beat your ass. Like, the more angry he got, the better he was. Now he's controlled, he's subdued, and now She-Hulk is the same way. We need more of that down the line. That smart, harp shit, like I said before, is getting old. Like we need to see the rage for Hulk, for both of these two characters.
1: Because honestly, bro, you can have a, a smart Hulk or Professor Hulk, whichever you choose to call him. You can have that while still keeping him in that in that mind state of being able to snap at any moment. Like, because mm-hmm. just picture the Hulk that we had in uh the first Avengers movie. Let's picture mm-hmm. that Hulk, but still smart. Like he could still but if you piss him off, he'll smash everything around him in an instant. Like, I think there was, there's a way you can have both. And they just completely went with, nah, it's going to be Bruce Banner's mind, not the Hulk's mind, just in the mm-hmm. Hulk's body. And I, I completely hate that, bro. Like, I,
0: I hate that. Yeah. Because like I said, I don't know if they ever did this in the comic. Was the Smart Hulk a thing in the comics where he was like an in-between figure?
1: I don't think it was that many. But he he definitely had like a smart Hulk moment. Like there were a couple issues that came out with smart Hulk.
0: Because that's how key to, the point of the Hulk. He's not supposed to be in between. It's like he's either one or the other. He's not really supposed to be in between. Because he's he has two brains. Because when he goes into Hulk mode, the nigga can't even remember his name. He doesn't know he's Bruce. So it's like he can't really be in between. It's like he's either uh, the human Bruce or he's Hulk. So that's why I'm like him I being smart know. Hulk, like it defeats the purpose of his character, bro. I, I know people like him, but it defeats the that's
1: point. That's something I wouldn't have mind Marvel playing with, though. Because like mm-hmm. I said, not everything has to be verbatim of the comics. Like, And, and you're right. Hulk has two minds. He's either going to be Professor Hulk with Bruce Banner's mindset and Hulk's body, or he's just going to be straight Hulk and just be berserk every single time. But I wouldn't have minded if Marvel said, no, we're going to try something different. We're gonna keep him with that Hulk mind, but still have him calm enough to be smart. He may not be the smartest person in the room, but he's smart enough to where, like, he can balance it out. If that makes sense,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I think it, I think it could be a thing where. I don't know. I think they just played it out too much with the Smart Hulk thing. It was cool at first because it was like, damn, that's something interesting. We never really seen that that much with him being Smart Hulk when we seen it. And what was that in game? I think we seen Smart Hulk for the first time. But it's just that we've seen it too much now. It's like, OK, nigga, now you need to just go back to being regular Bruce or being Hulk. The in-between shit is just being old. And I think that's more so what I'm tired of. But yeah, the episode eight was great. The whole scene where she went to the Met Gala to get the award for being the best woman lawyer in California, the intelligentsia ended up interrupting the broadcast and then boom, obviously her sex tape was online because I think Josh had something to do with the whole thing. He was a part of the intelligentsia scheme. We've seen that he had the needle in uh, one of the scenes, so apparently he got her blood and we seen the sex tape and then she was in She-Hulk mode and just went crazy, smashing everything. People were trying to calm her down, but she just couldn't get calmed down, like Edgar said. But that was something that was dope to me, too. And I didn't know what they were going to do to her. Bro. I didn't know if they were going to take her back to jail, like take her to RAF prison, or if they were going to just like kick her out. You know what I'm saying? Kick her out of like the office, fire her, something like that.
1: So I oh, thought- They did I- both. <laughs> huh? They did both.
0: <laughs> did they take her to jail? Yeah. I don't remember her being in a... jail. Oh, she was in Dude, she, that, she
1: was in the same cell that Emil Blonsky was in, and they said the only way ah, she would come out is she had true. to she has to agree to never turn into She-Hulk again. Oh ah, so.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So much shit happened in episode eight. I can't nah, nah, I can't even remember that shit. Cause it was so quick, it was like she wanted in there for a long period of time. It was just like, Yeah, you gotta wear an ankle brace, and then yeah, you out. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that shit.
1: And they did something else too to um show how women just get um women just get the, the wrong side of the um situation in a lot of things, and it was when she won the award. You know, for like two episodes, I think Nikki was telling her, you're nominated for, you know, like, Woman Lawyer of the Year, Female <laughs> Lawyer of the Year, whatever the name of the award was. Come award night, they gave the same award to every single female <laughs> lawyer. And I was like, wow, that, that is some shit that does happen in society. Like, Because mm-hmm. if that was a best lawyer or best male lawyer it would have only been one dude up there so they called her name first and then they were like and this person and this person and this person and then you see all the women line up with the same damn (laughs) award and then they go by asking one by one what does it mean to be female lawyer of the year and one of them literally gave a smart ass remark remark i can't remember which one said it but it was funny as hell yeah
0: and um, I, oh, damn, it was something else I wanted to talk about with episode nine, bro. Like, cause I think Titania ended up coming back for that fight too. Before uh, Jen ended up pausing reality. I think it was Bruce Daredevil, and I think Titania ended up popping in too. And we I'm didn't get in. enough with Titania. her character just did not make sense in general. Like, why was she around? Like, why did she pop up so much? Was she an enemy of She-Hulk? Was she cool with She-Hulk? I didn't understand the point of her character because you did nothing with her. And we never understood the point of her. Like, why did she bust into the courtroom in episode one? We never got any backstory with that. She just randomly appears in the courtroom. Then you and Jen just have beef throughout the season for no reason. You end up stealing her name for some reason. That's unnecessary drama, but then it looked like y'all niggas was cool at some point. So I'm like, okay, maybe they cool. And then she pops up at the end, like she wanted to beat ass. So I'm like, are y'all cool or not? But overall, what was the point of you? Like we never got anything. Are you going to be in the rest of the MCU? Like, I don't know. What's the point of your character? I don't know, bro. It looked like they wanted to have a, a woman, a woman antagonist in this show, but they just decided midway through Fuck it. We're going to have her just fight a man, <laughs> fight another Hulk. So so it just felt like she's just this unnecessary woman, a uh, villain, quote unquote, who's just around. But we never get a, a a purpose to her. It's no objective. She's just around being just this, this bitch. It's like, nigga, who are you? Why are you here? Why are you at this wedding with me? Remember when at the wedding episode, like she wanted yep. to, to fight Jen? It's like, what are you mad about? Are and it's like, the that, was her,
1: that was her sole purpose of being at the wedding. And I'm like, so you're not even here for the wedding. You're just here to fight <laughs> Jen for no reason. Literally no reason at all. And the fact that nobody else saw a problem with it but Jen, like, that that just threw me. I don't know.
0: Yeah! It's like, nigga, were you real at the end of the day? Or were you just a figment of Jen's imagination? I wouldn't be surprised if them niggas came out with that bullshit, bro. Because nobody else really acknowledged her for real. Nobody really acknowledged that bitch. When she busted in the courtroom, nobody cared. It was just like, oh, Jen, you threw something at this bitch. It's like, oh, Jen was the one in trouble. Then at the I'm wedding, it say, felt like nobody- like,
1: they didn't even get upset at her. Like, <laughs> Yeah,
0: you feel what I'm saying? Then we get to the wedding episode. Everybody, Jen is telling people like, obviously this bitch has a problem with me. Nobody cares. They end up fighting. Nobody gives a fuck. We just continue with the wedding proceedings. It's like, nigga, were you real this whole time or was Jen just making you up as this woman antagonist, my nigga? Your, your character just didn't make sense. Once again, that's that's something that could have been wrapped up at the end of episode nine, like an objective to you. Like, okay, maybe it's like a come to come to Jesus moment where you come to Jenny, say, Okay, I was just jealous of you, Jen. You were somebody who just came onto the scene overnight and you were this big character. You were somebody I wanted to be. I was somebody who was here before you. Nobody ever looked at me like this. Like that would have been like, okay, I understand why you were mad at me throughout this whole season. I understand why you were trying to steal my swag, Hike. But we never got that moment. It's just like you just been this bitch around just fucking with me. It's not like, bro, what? So it's, I, don't, um. I don't
1: get it, bro. They they left a lot of holes. Like you feel what I'm saying, holes. but you
0: give us this big ass reveal at the end with scar and Hulk. that just doesn't make sense. And they <laughs> and
1: they did it in such a lame way, like a lame casual way. Like it, I don't know. Here's
0: bro. my son. I, it just, it's like nigga, you've been around gone for what? For uh, to get a nigga off a planet? What exactly?
1: We ain't get no look at where he could have been or whatever. Like it, it was just, I don't know.
0: Like nigga, I've been calling you for days, nigga, and you've been here this whole time. What the fuck, you been at. You got this son. You ain't got. You can't call a nigga back now. You remember when that nigga Bruce was on the plane and he was talking to her when, when he was on the plane? The nigga could have been answering his phone the whole time because Jen has been calling him. So I was exactly. like, nigga, why have you not been returning my calls? Would you just pop up with a kid on me? fuck? Like, just unanswered ass questions, bro. Unanswered questions. Come unanswered on, bro. That's, that bro. Shit blowing me, bro. That shit blowing me. The more I talk about the episode, the more I dislike it. So I, I, maybe it's time to say I was about to say, the more you talk about it, the more like me. <laughs> Damn, bro. But like, nah, for real, I, I really thought the show was solid, bro. The middle of the season was kind of mad, but seasons, I mean, episodes eight was great. And episode nine was like I said, I still, I'm gonna still say it was mixed for me, bro. I just like the idea of it. I really do. That's
1: what I said. The, the overall rate that I would give for the show is seven and a half. Yeah, seven and a half out of 10. That's about it. No more. And how did you no feel more.
0: about that at one point? Because I remember we talked about it off the podcast before, but the point about Todd and he ended up buying the Wakanda in the war spear when he was talking to Jen, mm-hmm. he was trying to brag about he spent a million on the spear and... uh. It was stolen by colonizers, and that's how he ended up getting it. Like, how did you feel about that whole situation when it uh refers to Wakanda?
1: Uh, I think that could be uh, I think we said they'll they'll talk about that in the Wakanda Forever movie. They'll probably have some little Easter egg going referring back to that moment in She Hulk, or whatever. I think that's gonna be um, a big deal for real. Yeah, because like I think you made the point of that could be a point of whoever because although um What's his name? Uh damn, the antagonist. Todd. No, of Wakanda Forever. My boy. Oh um,
0: kill. Him. Nah, fuck. Damn, y'all
1: know Namor, who Namor. To say. Namor. Namor. Yeah. I feel like although Namor is the antagonist of the movie, I don't believe, and we've both said this. I don't believe he's the true villain of the movie. I think whoever this third party person that is selling this Wakanda merchant. Um, or weapons or whatever, that third-party person, who has been rumored to be Doctor Doom, but we don't freaking know, uh, <laughs> that could be who the real villain is, but majority of the movie will deal with Wakanda yes. versus um, at not Atlantis, but wherever the hell Namor and them stay
0: so. because Dr. Doom is a part of the intelligentsia, so we're getting the blood point. With uh, this is most likely has something to do with the leader with the blood, but I think the Wakanda spirit has something to do with uh, Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom is a part of the Maybe. intelligentsia group, like Edgar brought up before. We're most of the movie in Wakanda Forever is going to be the battle of like Namor versus Wakanda and Shuri as Black Panther but the real antagonist is going to be like the government. Somebody is stealing our stuff. They're blaming each other for probably stealing the, the, the spears and the uh, the Atlantic people are probably mad because something is being stolen from them, but they're blaming each other while the government or the intelligentsia is really the main person causing issues in both countries. So I think that's going to be like the hint at the end. So I think we might see Dr. Doom at the end of Wakanda Forever. And that's like the big reveal of like, oh, he's the intelligentsia. He was messing with both of them.
1: And I don't even know how this, um, I don't even know how this theory came across on my timeline. I wasn't even looking for this shit. I'm low-key kind of mad I saw it, but I read it once I did see it. I wonder if, I, I hope we don't, because it'll be a little bit too much. Um, And it'll take away from the storyline. But I wonder if we'll get a Mephisto teaser anywhere in the Wakanda Forever movie, because they're saying the Ironheart series is going to have Mephisto win it. We will finally get Mephisto because it's going to be like a technology versus magic type of battle that um, that Ironheart is going to be going through. And Mm -hmm. I think the magic aspect will be Mephisto and whoever else that they put into the series. And Mm -hmm. since Ironheart is in Wakanda forever, I wonder if they'll throw a hint out there or somebody may say something referring to Mephisto. So that, that was something I saw that I, I really didn't want to see. It just popped up on my TL. And i seen
0: that before. they were casting for Mephisto for that show, too. So most likely, he will be in yeah. it, for sure. And it's about time, because he was hinted in this show. So most likely, they're going to refer back to this show. Because uh, what was that, in episode four? When he was messing with that girl, the girl ended up going through different universes. and she Yeah, said with she the signed
1: magician this... and all that. Yeah, she
0: ended up saying she yeah. signed a deal with the devil. She had to sign six drops on the dotted line. Like, that was all a Mephisto hint. So that was like a clear one. So most likely he's coming up very soon in the MCU, especially when we get in Blade, uh, Covenant of Harkness. Like he has to show up here.
1: And we've been <laughs> to the underworld with Moon Knight, so.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's about that time too. So I think it's going to be dope. I'm ready for it. Like I am more so excited about that portion of the MCU than like this Avenger shit. Honestly, bro, I'm more mm. worried about like the magic-y shit. Honestly, bro. Cause I keep being disappointed with these shows, not really disappointed. Because like I said, this what this show has been better than the past few we have gotten. I gotta, I ain't gonna lie. Uh Moon Knight wasn't a big fan of it. Uh, what was before that? Black Panther, not Black Panther, but uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier wasn't that big of a fan, and whatever the oh, fuck god, was before that. Terrible. Hawkeye, oh my god, like this show is <laughs> better than those three, but it still comes behind uh WandaVision and Loki easily, bro. But it, it was it was cool.
1: I think, and what if I got what if over this too? Oh, for
0: sure, what if was better than this too. I, I I was talking to my cousin about this shit the other day, bro. Like, did did Marvel fuck themselves up with like the standard that they were setting for themselves before by dropping these series? Like, we had such a high standard for Marvel when all they were dropping were movies, and we were getting that storyline. Now I thought our standard has high key dropped a little bit since we've been getting these shows. And ever since these shows have been dropping, the movies haven't been hitting the same. Doctor Strange 2 didn't hit uh Thor, that shit didn't hit. So ever since you dropped these series, the movies don't have the same standards. We're walking in the bitches, like, yeah, that was cool, that was good, but it wasn't like in-game infinity war type of good. It's like the standard just isn't the same with Marvel since like phase four, bro whatever phase we in now like i think the shows have a big reason why the standard is dropping
1: because i i think they're trying to force feed us so much stuff because they started buying the rights to this character this character to where they had a they have an abundance of characters and storylines now and they're just trying to give them to us as quick as possible yeah because honestly i'd rather marvel take a longer time and and like really give us projects over the next 10 to 15 years then give us like 10 shows within 2 years and 8 of the 10 shows are ass and then we get 3 alright movies and 1 to 2 perfect movies like that ratio was terrible when you could stick with the old formula that you had of yeah it may take 4 years for us to get a Fantastic Four movie but I promise you every movie leading up to that will make that movie so much more worth it same thing with any of the Secret Wars or Kang Dynasty or whatever. And it could be more interesting introducing multiple characters in a movie rather than a show. Cause you can make a two hour, 45 minute movie and give us like three different characters in the movie and the shit can work as opposed to six to nine episodes trying to that are 30 minutes or maybe a little bit longer and try to give us like 10 characters in that. Like and, and that just doesn't hit. So I agree. The formula is different now and we have to say not only is it different, it's not as good as the previous one. It's
0: not as good. That's once They're hurting themselves because like you said, they have so many projects, but you're hurting yourself trying to give it to us all at once because the shows just ain't hitting. It's like when your mm-hmm. ratings are dropping, like, do y'all not notice the ratings dropping? Niggas talking bad about y'all shit? Like, Before, even in the past phases, there were some movies that just didn't hit with Marvel. We talk about Thor 1 all the time, but still the formula was good and we ended up getting a great conclusion with Infinity War and Endgame. But with the trajectory that we're going on now, bro, it's like, yeah, we got some big shit coming up with Fantastic Four, Secret Wars, all of that shit. But on this trajectory, I I can't even get as excited as I want to because the standard that we're setting now it, it's, it's setting up not to be as good as the first one through three phases. It's not it's setting up not to be as good, bro. Because you're just giving us so much bullshit. It just feels so rushed and not as uh, prepared as the first three phases, bro. So I'm worried about Marvel, dog. I really am. I ain't going to lie to you.
1: One thing I am excited for, they just announced it a couple of days ago. Spider-Man 4 with Tom Holland will be coming out September. Except- july of 2024 they didn't give them like a concrete date yet but i'm wondering if that if that's even gonna stick because the thunderbolts come out july 2024 so i doubt Mm. they're gonna have spider-man and thunderbolts both come out in the theaters in the same month so i'm sure that'll change but for right now summertime of 2024 is gonna be the next spider-man um date and it's supposed to have daredevil in it and a, a couple of other people so yeah
0: Marvel, man, you got it. Something got to change, bro. I feel like I'm coming on this podcast way too much for the past. Oh, Miss Marvel was another show. Ass. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the past four shows we've been getting, it's just like, okay, yeah. Like, maybe we should go back to the formula of just doing straight movies. Let's stop doing shows. You can introduce all of these people. Will it take a long, longer period of time? Yes. But I bet money the product will be better if you just go back to doing movies. They're not going to do it because these shows are making money, but the product just isn't as good, bro. And, and that's what I'm worried about, man. So I don't know. And, where we and, really it's, go from here. and
1: it's probably more cost effective for them to do shows Facts. as opposed to movies. doing like 10 shows as opposed to like seven movies. Like, I'm sure it's way more cost effective. So.
0: All right, bro, you got anything else about uh, She-Hulk?
1: Uh, Nah, it's definitely the fourth best show. Like you said, WandaVision, Loki, What If, and then I'll, I'll throw She-Hulk right under that. But still, it ended in a very disappointing manner, but we, we've seen a lot worse, so I ain't going to go on them too
0: hard. <laughs> bro, if new rock stars is, like, digging in on your show, the shit wasn't the best. I ain't going to yeah, lie to you. Worked, them bro. niggas love to talk good about Marvel. If them niggas are critiquing this shit, it's like, hey, bro. you yeah, niggas, y'all got some shit, y'all got some shit to work <laughs> on, bro. But uh, I would give this series about a seven out of ten. Seven out of ten, I probably would give it. Yeah, because I think uh uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier like a six and a half and all that other shit. But seven of ten feels like right, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but uh yeah. I uh, appreciate you guys for listening, and we out. Peace.